Hello, everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. Well, our family life right now is pretty awesome because we are broadcasting from the lake. Mm-hmm. This is where we we make our retreat during the summer months to recover from convention season. And we actually had a convention season this year. Yes, and that That's, was awesome. That was awesome. But it was so cool to see people's faces. You know, I, to, I know. to speak not to this green light, but to see people's faces, to see them interact. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I was amazed how many podcast listeners we met. Yeah, there, there's been a lot, and that's been good. And uh, so, anyway, th- this is where we normally go to to recover from the conference season and to spend some time on our next writing project. Supposedly, we haven't done a great job of that so uh, far. Well, but you know, there's the well, summer is young. We've been recovering. We've been recovering. Yeah, we've tried to make the most of that. Doing lots of swimming and kayaking and eating good food and spending time with the kids and playing games. It's it's really one of my favorite places on earth. Well, you know, one of the things that has happened in the past year uh, has been a real growth of interest and actual practice of homeschooling. I mean, it's one of those things that I don't have the numbers because our state's statistics get updated in July every year, so mm-hmm. I don't know what the what the actual growth is. But, you know, the last count that they have for 2020 uh, in our state is like 8% of the public schools, well, 8% of the school-age kids are being homeschooled. That's a tremendous yeah tremendous ratio and I, and I think a lot of it has been as the public schools have basically been forced into going into remote remote, remote instruction and families have been forced to be together I think there's been a lot of discovery that hey you know what our, our kids are happier well you know I just mm-hmm. read something mm-hmm. um, at census.gov okay that said by fall 11.1 percent of households with school-aged children, reported homeschooling and that was that was pretty much a doubling of numbers of homeschoolers wow 11 percent, and that's from the census bureau yeah this is not a, a homeschool this proponent is a, organization not, not an you know? advocacy group by any means yeah. but they say that homeschooling doubled during the pandemic and and you know and i think what i heard from people how mm-hmm. is that some people saw what their kids were learning and, and realized that they really could do it. Mm-hmm. Other people, when they got their kids home, realized that their kids were just happier and healthier at home. Well, I've heard from more than one family that they discovered after their kids had been home for some months that their kids felt safe enough to admit that, hey, you know, I've been bullied at school. I've been really been mistreated by classmates or sometimes even teachers. And yes. So, I mean, that's that's a real thing in, in a lot of families. And so there's a bunch of things that just the enforced togetherness during the pandemic uh, really brought brought the reality of homeschooling and the potential of homeschooling to the fore for families that hadn't really made that, that decision yet. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it might be helpful, you know, if maybe you were one of those families who never really pictured yourself homeschooling until now, suddenly you're thinking, well, you know, maybe, maybe I should be taking this seriously. Well, I thought it might be helpful to talk a little bit about the process that we went through and how we came to decide to be homeschoolers. And then maybe in the second segment, we can talk a little bit about some of the things we've learned, which may be a surprise to people who haven't done it before. And it might be an encouragement to them as well. Sure. So we decided to homeschool our kids back a very long time ago, before we even had kids. Yeah, 
it was it was right at 30 years ago a little bit more than 30 years ago we decided to homeschool that's right. hard to believe and you know the the things that well initially i remember seeing uh it was a cover story in maybe time magazine or newsweek uh-huh. about homeschooling and i was just flabbergasted because i had been bored to tears in school mm-hmm. i really hated it you know i just i had been in an experimental school right in first and second grade that let us go through the curriculum as quickly as we wanted to. Mm-hmm. I got several years ahead, and then we moved to a country school, and I spent the next few years listening to teachers teach things I already knew. It was awful. Wow. It was really awful. Well, you know, I'd never been really exposed to the idea until, my, I guess my last two years in college, there was a young couple in our church that was homeschooling, and at the weekly prayer meetings, it was a lot of, a lot of, hey, pray for us. We're going to go meet with the superintendent. This one, you know, we got to do this paperwork. No, we need your, you know, prayer for this. And and that's back when a lot of states were not really comfortable places to homeschool. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of regulations, a lot of jumping through hoops and things, which in the past 30 years has, has been cleared up in so many places. It's become so much simpler well, to it, homeschool in so many states let, since that time. Let's say this clearly. Yes. It is now legal to homeschool in every single state in the United States and, and that, in most foreign countries. That was not true back when we first started. No, it wasn't. But it, it's was, true it was legal now. where we were, but you know, I was in the Air Force at the time and we thought, you know what? I could very easily be transferred to Nebraska where they weren't even really comfortable with private schools, let alone homeschools. Yeah, that really surprised me. Yeah. And, you know, California was still saying, hey, this is illegal and they were still prosecuting parents and things. Well, that's been, those, those worst cases have been cleared up. And so it's much easier to homeschool now. The decision is not quite as fraught from a legal standpoint as it was when we decided back then. But, yeah, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. now. And but you, know, you hear the same questions. I hear people say, is it legal? Yeah, what about legal. socialization? Can they get into college? Right. And the same things that we heard 30 years ago, only now the answer is abundantly clear. Yes, it's legal. That, yeah. Socialization is a whole lot healthier in homeschooling because they're interacting with all different ages in a more natural way, just like you do in your real life. Well, you know, when we first started homeschooling, most homeschoolers either were doing it because they wanted to give their kids a distinctively religious-based education. It wasn't necessarily Christian, but they wanted to, to teach the children their own beliefs and values, or they were trying to give them a a different pedagogical approach. They wanted to give them a different educational experience. But that was back back then. Now, more and more and more, people are saying, I don't like the peer grouping in our schools. I don't like the the safety or the lack of safety in our school systems. You know, they're they're thinking more of their children's safety than they were necessarily about their education or about their uh, moral instruction. So, you know, that's been a shift over the past few decades. And so I think that's, that's probably is underlying a lot of families who are new to homeschooling now or are thinking about homeschooling that, hey, my kids were so much happier when they were out of that socializing yes. environment. I'd like to continue to see my child growing as a happy child, not one that's being feeling persecuted. And I think they realize that you can better prepare your children for the social interactions of adulthood Mm-hmm. out of the school system. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the things that really drove us right. to decide to homeschool 
mm-hmm. were pri- we wanted to be able to disciple our kids. Yeah. We wanted to be able to teach them enlightened by Christianity. Okay, yes. We wanted to be able to give them a great education, which I really felt like we could give them a better education at home than they could get in the schools. Mm-hmm. And I think the freedom, the freedom to travel, to take our kids with us, to have them with it, mm-hmm. with us when we were home, just the, the freedom of homeschooling. I don't, I don't think that really impacted my thinking so much at the beginning. Now, after we'd been doing it a couple of years, it became very obvious we were no longer locked into the school schedule. So if we wanted to do a field trip on a Tuesday morning, we did a field trip. You know, if we wanted to take a vacation in the middle of the in the middle of the you know term semester or whatever, we just did it. Yeah. You know, if we wanted to have if we wanted to have instruction in the evening rather than in the morning, we just did it. You know, the freedom was really um, well freeing. <laughs> well, and that freedom kind of stands in for another issue mm-hmm. that. That of time. Right. It redeems the time. It gives you time that you need to build relationship with your kids, the kind of relationship that means they listen when mm-hmm. you disciple them. Right. You know, it just, that that time is something that you just can't get back. You know, it's... Yeah. Well, you know, one of the, one of the socialization things that... Um, I think when people ask that question, they're having a hard time imagining how does a child have any friends if they don't have a school context. But, you know, part of that socialization, because I came through the public school system, you did, part of that socialization was um, this idea of, well, I have my school culture, and that's important to me, and then I've got my home culture, but the school really has a bigger influence on my day-to-day life as a child, yeah. you know. And that, you know, that was a part of socialization that, um, you know, that, that could be something, the tension between the home and the school could be a real issue. In some families, it was a terrible issue. Now, you know, ours, maybe not quite, quite as much as some we knew, but, but um, that sense of, well, you know, I know how my teacher said to do it, and oh, I'm, I'm not going to pay attention to mom and dad because they don't know. And uh, I think that bringing the kids into, back into the home environment where the, the whole family is learning together I think there's more of a family unity that's being fostered there and not a family compartmentalization, yeah. if you will. So, Hill, while we've been talking, I've been glancing at these statistics from the census, mm-hmm. and I am stunned. How so? Uh, did you know that by our, the first couple of weeks of October uh-huh. of 2020, so right. this past fall, mm-hmm. some states had, over, had 20% of all school-age kids were being homeschooled? Well, I yeah. Now I've I have heard that in some states, you know, some states well, like uh, like Oklahoma uh, mm-hmm. said twenty percent, and m- many states had double digit increases in homeschoolers. Yeah, it, it's really I re- I did not realize it was as it had been that much of a sea change. I knew there were a lot more homeschoolers, right? But I didn't realize it had been that big mm-hmm. a change. Yeah. Well, it has been, and I think there were, you know... Like, homeschooling went up by 13% in Georgia. Uh-huh. It went up by 10% in Massachusetts, up by 10%. Right. And, and wow. you know, you know and, that, and that's, that's one of those things that when we, you know, when we first started out homeschooling... Um, oh, let me explain it. Yes. I don't mean 10% more homeschoolers. I mean 
10% more of the school-age population was homeschooled at the end than at the beginning. Wow. So the first, the first time they looked That's at this remarkable. was the last week of April and first week of May in 2020. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they looked again by fall of 2020. Yeah. And by then, in many, many, many states, over 10% of the population was homeschooled, in some up 20. Wow. In Alaska, 27%. Well, you know, when, when, we first, when we first started homeschooling, there was not a great likelihood that you knew a homeschooler. You might know one homeschooler. And then after we've been doing it a while, it got to be common enough in the places where we were living where people say, yeah, there's a couple in my, in my church that are homeschooling. You know, and and that it started to be something that people started to see, yeah, that's something people are doing, and I can kind of watch how their kids are developing. And... Uh, now I think it's it's gotten to that point where it's people that that had kind of been on the bubble, yeah. You know, they sort of were forced to have their kids at home and get used to this idea of the children being at home instead of getting on the yellow bus every morning and you don't see them again until dinner time, kind of thing. But um, I, I think that this this whole experience during the pandemic has been the nudge that a lot of people. I heard so many moms say, Uh, you know, I've really been feeling like we probably ought to be homeschooling, and I've been feeling convicted about it, and then the Lord just sent them home, and what was I going to do? You know? (laughs) Well, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're you're going through this whole thing with the shutdowns and all, and say, well, what did you see, what were the big things that you saw that recommended the school system? Well, you know, the kids got to got to make lots of friends, but they're not around their friends today, you know, because they're on Zoom calls. And our kids are getting to interact with these teachers, that, but it's all being on Zoom. And they got these extracurricular activities, but they've all been canceled. And yeah. it's like, so what is left of this whole structure that you were really, you know, that you were really admiring here, that you really were thankful for, and then suddenly you realize, you know what, there's other things out there than just the um, the society of schooling that that we may be familiar with from our own experience, and so um, I think that this is this has been a great opportunity, and I think it's been a good thing for a lot of families to kind of sit back and say, well, what is our goal? What what are the goals we have for our kids? Well, you know, in the next segment, I'd like to talk about how homeschooling is different. Ended up being different than we expected, and is different than a lot of people expect. You know, I think that's a great idea, and and I think we ought to go into that because there's there's a lot of things that you may have you may have an idea of what homeschooling looks like, but it may not be in, as complete as as you might think. But look, before we sign off, I do want to mention if you've got a question, you got a comment, you'd like you've, a subject you'd like us to open up, I want to encourage you to go to our listener response line. You can call nine one nine. Two nine five zero three two one, and I'll repeat that in a minute. That's our listener response line. Just leave a message there, and we can look at this. And if there's something we can work into our schedule, we would love to hear from you and and address the questions that you're dealing with. So once again, that's nine one nine two nine five zero three two one. Okay, that's our listener response line. And so um, you can find us online at mm-hmm. raisingrealmen.com. That's right. And our subscription box at craftsmancrate.com. That's and you correct. can find the archives for this podcast at howandmelanie.com slash radio. That's right. And if you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iHeartRadio or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere that fine podcasts are found. That's where we are. So, um, look, 
We appreciate you joining us, and we hope that you'll tune in for the next segment when we're talking about, you know, maybe the unexpected benefits of homeschooling, some things that you might not know to watch out for and to hope for. So, And I'll give you a freebie during that segment. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, so until next time then, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.